This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. As driven, ambitious Christian entrepreneurs, how do we grow our business in a way that honors Christ? From seeking Him first in all of our business dealings, being surrendered to His will, and knowing exactly where and how we can make an impact through our business for the furtherance of His kingdom. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, and these are just some of the topics my guest and I will be discussing in the hope that we may inspire and empower you to walk strongly in your faith so you can build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Let's dive in. Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome back to another episode. So this episode I've titled Strategy and Tactics, Why Both Matter When Growing Your Coaching Business. Why am I talking about this particular topic? Well, it is something that I have struggled with for many, many years. It kept me distracted and taking lots of action, but never really building the momentum that I needed to grow my business to the level that I wanted. And just in the last week, I've had conversations with three coaches who were experiencing different challenges in their business, but it all stemmed from the same core issue. And it is a core issue that can keep many coaches stuck. And I've already given a hint, it has something to do with strategy and tactics. So I want to talk about that today in this particular episode. Now, as I mentioned I had conversations with three different coaches and I want you to see whether you can relate to either one or maybe more of these particular challenges to see if this is something that may be going on in your business. I've done all of these three things and even then some. I've struggled with the lack of strategy, the lack of tactics or the right tactics and I'm going to dive further into you know what you need to consider when we're talking about strategy and tactics in your business so that you can continue to head in the one direction and really start to build the momentum that you need to grow a successful business without burning out. I didn't do that. So what ended up happening was I was off on a wild goose chase, doing more courses, more training, because I thought I need to be doing more. I need to learn more. Obviously, I haven't learned what I need to learn. So off I went to the next coach or off I went to purchase the next program. But what inadvertently happened was I changed the focus in my business maybe I need to do this or maybe I need to do that or hang on a minute that seems to be working really well and in this particular business or particular coach or mentor that I have maybe I should be doing that instead so lots of different business focuses and it felt like an exhausting treadmill of action taking lots of action taking lots of implementation but never really building the momentum I need to grow my business to the level that I wanted Here are the three challenges. Let's see if you can relate to either one of these. Now, firstly, maybe you've hired a coach who's helped you put together a marketing strategy or marketing tactic. Let's give an example of a webinar funnel. Uh, However, it's not really generating the results that you wanted and you're not currently leveraging the tactic and you're unsure whether you're actually targeting the ideal client who you want to continue to work with. So that's the first challenge. 
The second challenge came about with a marketing tactic that this particular coach had been doing to fill her pipeline, but it had left her burnt out. And this particular marketing tactic was live launching, which can work really well. But as we know with live launching, if that's the only marketing tactic that you're doing, you know, you're only filling your pipeline when you're live launching and there are a lot of moving parts and if you don't have the right team and the right you know strategy and message in place you can be doing a lot of live launching and not generating the results that you want so maybe that is a situation a challenge that you're faced with the third challenge was that they had a marketing tactic that they had been implementing and it was starting to generate results, was starting to generate leads, was starting to generate conversations. However, that particular marketing tactic, if we fast forward it and wanted to scale it, it was very difficult to scale because it relied heavily on the coach to do the work, to have the conversations. And there was only one of this particular coach, didn't have a team, didn't have a strategy, didn't have automation in place. So recognize that it was very difficult for him to scale that particular marketing tactic. So can you relate to either one of these frustrating scenarios? I know that I certainly have in the past as well. And as I hinted already in the beginnings of this podcast episode, the underlying core issue of all of these three challenges had to do or has to do with strategy and tactic, specifically the lack of an overall strategy, which has led to the wrong tactic being implemented, which has led to the challenges that they were facing today. That may be something that you're in a position at the moment kind of questioning. So while the topic of strategy and tactic may seem a little bit boring to you, it's crucial because you can continue to jump on the latest marketing trends, try out every new bright, shiny object. I know I've been there. I've done that. And you can still continue to struggle to build the momentum you need to build a successful business because adopting a tactic without the right strategy will fail to build the momentum that you need to build a successful business or adopting the wrong tactic for the stage that you're in in your business right now or the business model that you have can leave you exhausted and burnt out because you haven't got the right systems and the right automation in place to support you or the right team. So here's a summary of the common issues that you want to avoid in your coaching business when it comes to strategy and tactic. I'm going to list them and then we're going to dive a little bit deeper into each of those and what you need to start considering. Firstly, lack of strategy. Secondly, lack of tactic. Thirdly, wrong tactic. Fourth, lack of strategy or tactic alignment. And lastly, lack of strategy or tactic cohesion. And I'll be putting those two together when I go through and speak about them. Lack of strategy and tactic alignment and or cohesion. Let's look at a little bit more in detail in the first one. Lack of strategy. Now, firstly, a solid strategy, it's a plan of action, which is designed to achieve a long-term goal or an overall aim. Now, it has to be actionable. And your strategy defines your long-term goal and how you're planning to achieve them. Now, I love ClearPoint Strategies' definition of strategy. This is what ClearPoint says. Your strategy is the foundation for all activities within an organization and how it's crafted will guide your decision-making 
as your team works towards achieving these goals. Now, as I've mentioned, I experience all of the common issues that I mentioned earlier about lack of strategy, lack of tactic, wrong tactic, and lack of strategy and tactic alignment and or cohesion, done all of those. And I've hired a number of amazing business coaches over the years, but in all honesty, none of them helped me to clarify what my overall strategy was. And you may have heard me share my story about my worst business failure ever, which is, by the way, the best thing that ever happened to me. And one of the reasons it became one of the best things that ever happened to me was because I joined a mastermind And we spent time clarifying our vision and our mission, which has remained the same, by the way, to this very day. And my vision is to make the difference in the lives of one billion people. And my mission is how I do that, changing the world, one message, one podcast at a time. I'm also clear on my core values and the core values of my business. And so my vision and my mission continue to be what I work towards each and every year. And it has been for the last several years. What has changed is the marketing tactics and the different steps that I take to to direct me, to guide me, to help me achieve my vision and my mission. So it kind of provides the framework and, you know, I can launch creative projects, but I'm always heading in that one direction. Every decision that I make, every plan that I map map out and I consider keeps in mind my overall strategy, my vision and my mission, along with what I call my vision goal. That keeps me focused too, and it's what I'm working towards. My vision goal, happy to share that with you, is to be the leading brand communications and podcast strategist who supports coaches and consultants who feel like the world's best kept secret, go from invisible to influential trusted authority. The choice versus a choice with their dream client with a unique, uncopyable, distinguishable brand, message and podcast. That is my vision goal. It underpins my vision and my mission. We also have a formula when it comes to strategy and tactic. When we help clients launch their podcast, the formula is S plus T plus U equals I to the power of three. S stands for strategy. T stands for tactic. And U stands for Y-O-U. And the three I's, the I to the power of three is influence, impact and income. So strategy plus tactic plus U equals influence, impact and income. That's this formula that we use for our clients and with our clients. So we're talking about the right podcast strategy that fits in with their business goal, the stage that they're in in their business, the time and the commitment that they have towards their podcast and who they're targeting, where they're going to use it. Is it to a cold audience or to a warm audience already of their existing customers so that they can upsell and retain customers? All of their goals and their needs and the stage that they're in in their business is going to determine the outcome that they want, which is going to support the strategy that we build for them. So the right strategy for them, along with the right tactic. Again, the tactic is going to support the podcast strategy. And of course, you is their unique and uncopyable, distinguishable brand and message. And when that is all in place, it's going to enable our clients to build influence and impact so that they are seen as that influential, trusted authority, the choice versus a choice when their ideal client is ready to move forward, which of course then supports them in being able to enroll customers with ease, successfully building their income when all of the things are in place. So here's an action step for you. 
Do you have a clear strategy in place? Have you defined your mission and your vision? Do you have a vision goal which supports your vision and mission that you're continuing to work toward every single year? Is every decision you make, is every marketing tactic you take and you launch, is it leading you toward your vision and your mission and your vision goal? It should be. And so if you've answered no to either of those, then you know uh, what you need to work on. All right, so that was talking about lack of strategy. Now we're going to talk about lack of tactic. Now a tactic is an action that is carefully planned to help you achieve your specific end, which is of course working toward your vision, your mission, your vision goal, your overall strategy. And I'm going to use a definition that Clearpoint Strategy has because it just absolutely aligns with the way that I think about tactic. And Clearpoint Strategy says a good tactic has a clear purpose that aids your strategy. It supports your strategy. It has a finite timeline during which specific activities will be completed and their impacts measured. So you may have an idea of your vision and mission. You might have a vision goal. So you've got your strategy in place. You know what you're working towards. However, you've got a lack of tactic because you haven't carefully planned out your course of action and the step-by-step plan to help you get there. For instance, maybe you're just posting on social media or your coach has told you, go and join Facebook groups, leave comments there and and, uh, build your business that way. Well, to be honest, that's not a carefully planned tactic, is it? I mean, what's the purpose of that post? Is it to build brand awareness or is it to respond to a question where you're showcasing your expertise through providing valuable insights and then what you're doing is you're leading through a you know strategic call to action, leading people who want to know more and get more support to your opt-in because through accessing your opt-in, they can get more valuable insights and by accessing your opt-in, they're now part of your customer relationship building funnel where you can continue to nurture them along the customer journey. So a social media post is not just a social media post. There has to be a purpose. And does it support you in your overall strategy? You might have a series of posts that you're going to share in the Facebook group over a series of days because you know that by layering that expertise, layering that value in that group, it's going to allow you to build the momentum you need to really position your expertise but through bringing value to their audience. Or maybe it, you know the particular posts that you're going to be sharing are real core pillar posts of your expertise, leading them to the next step, which is to access your opt-in or again, whatever tactic it is that you have put into place. So when it comes to the tactic that we use in our business and what we help our clients achieve uh, is with their podcast strategy, being able to nurture listeners into leads from their very first episode, we have a specific step-by-step tactic that we help our clients clients plan out. We make sure that their podcast aligns with their overall business vision and their mission and their vision goal. 
There's a clear and compelling call to action that gets people off the podcast and onto our clients list. So they become a warm lead that they can continue nurturing uh, as they nurture them, that prospective customer along the customer journey with the goal of getting them into a strategy or discovery call or whatever we map out for them. We can track and we can monitor the success of this tactic all the way through each touch point, which enables us to tweak it if we need to in order to fill our client's pipeline. So you can see that the podcast is a tactic, but it has an overall strategy of itself, which supports the overall strategy of our clients. There's a purpose. It's intentional. That's why we call our podcasting program Podcasting with Purpose, because there's a purpose. There's an intention. We know where we want to lead clients. We support our clients in knowing exactly where that tactic, when successful, what it will do and where it will lead our clients potential leads and ultimately customers. So again, a lack of tactic or the wrong tactic can certainly lead you in all sorts of different directions and not to the one goal where you want to head. So an action step in this area, plan out your tactic, remembering that it needs to have a clear purpose and intention that supports your strategy. You must be able to measure it so that you can determine how successful that that tactic was in generating the outcomes you wanted. How many leads did it generate? Um, Because by monitoring it and seeing the results, you can either determine, hey, that was really successful. I want to continue to do that and do that with even more intention. Let's scale that. Let's increase what we're doing so that I can generate more leads. Or maybe didn't quite have the results that you wanted. So guess what? Let's see. Uh, what stages did work, what what parts did work, what do we need to change a little bit so that the next time we do that tactic, it can have a better results. It may even mean changing your message slightly, using different keywords and phrases because you recognise that there's a theme when it comes to your ideal clients. They describe their problem in this particular way. Let's try that with our message. Let's weave in those keywords and see if that makes a difference. So you see, when you start doing that, You start tweaking the tactic in order to generate better results the next time you launch that. Let's talk about wrong tactic. Now, this is where you need to consider the stage you're at in your business, along with your business model and your team. Now, as I mentioned, a podcast is a tactic that can work incredibly well in building your visibility. It can work incredibly well to build know, like and trust with your audience. And if your audience and your audience should be your ideal client, that's fantastic because you've got this audience of your ideal clients who are hanging out with you consistently. And then with that right call to action for those clients who are ready, they are there taking that course of action. So you're then able to generate leads for your business. Now, a podcast is the wrong tactic if your existing message isn't working. So if you hope, oh, I want to launch a podcast because I've been told it's going to amplify my message, that'll work for me. Well, it won't if your message isn't already working. Because what it will do is it'll amplify an existing message that's not working to more people. And you don't want that happening. So similarly, in the example that I mentioned previously about a coach who had been doing live launches as part of her tactic. Now, whilst they were working for her, they were only working when she was live launching and she was getting exhausted 
And she realised that she needed to find a better way, a more streamlined way to fill her pipeline and continue to nurture pers- you know, prospective customers along the customer journey, not only when she was there live interacting and engaging with prospective clients through the life launch period. Now, don't get me wrong, live launches can work incredibly well. However, you want to make sure that you are doing the live launch alongside having other things, other tactics in your business that is automated, that is streamlined and that is working continually behind the scene, building your list, nurturing those new leads along the customer journey. And this was not in place in her business, which I mean, in her situation when she wasn't live launching, her pipeline wasn't being filled with new people. Her pipeline wasn't nurturing existing leads, even whilst she wasn't there live launching. You know, leads that had already heard about her or who could come into her customer relationship building funnel. Her pipeline relied specifically on live launching as the tactic. As I mentioned, live launching can be a fantastic tactic. But if it's the only tactic, and if you implement that tactic too soon, before you've had an opportunity to build an existing audience, a hungry, engaged audience of your ideal clients, it can become exhausting. And you're only building awareness and generating leads and clients when you're in the process of the live launch. And if you haven't yet figured out your message and honed it in, honed in your offering, you could be, you know, implementing a a tactic, which is the wrong tactic for you. Live launching can work really well, but you've got to have that message in place first. You've got to have that offering that has already been um, proven to work with existing customers. Similarly with a podcast. It's the wrong tactic if your message isn't already working. So make sure your uh, message is working before you launch your podcast. If we look at a webinar, if you're using that with a cold audience and you think about the customer journey and the customer journey is stage one, awareness building, stage two, which is consideration stage and stage three is decision stage. So if you are launching a webinar to a cold audience who are still in the stage one, who are building awareness, who may not even be aware of you yet, who may only have just been aware of their own issue and the challenges and doing some research about what can I do to help me work through the challenge so that I can achieve my goals. Now, if someone is looking for a solution to their challenge, you may not have yet built reputation equity or a level of reputation equity that someone would be willing to invest an hour or more of their time to watch one of your trainings. However, a webinar could certainly be a tactic that you integrate into your customer relationship building funnel down the track after you've positioned you, positioned your expertise with some insights, valuable insights, which your prospective customer, this person who's doing some research, has stumbled across and thinks, boy, this is so valuable. I'm already getting ahas with in this short amount of time. Imagine what it would be like if I actually sat down and went through a training. So you can see nurturing that particular person along the customer journey, a webinar which typically takes longer and you require their full attention to watch and listen and write down things may be suited 
further on in the customer relationship building funnel, micro bite-sized insights that they can take and implement or even shift their thinking would be better early on in the customer journey as you're sharing that content. I'll give you another example. Maybe your tactic was speaking. And if you're only filling your pipeline through speaking events, what happens if you're no longer able to attend speaking events? We had that happen to us three years ago, didn't we? All travel and conferences and events stopped. What happens then? Now, yes, we are seeing things starting to ramp up. But if you're reliant only on one particular tactic, what happens when something happens to stop that from working? So if you're relying just on one tactic alone and that tactic is dependent on a third party or an industry or something still happening, i.e. travel, that could impact you, couldn't it? Should something occur when that third party is no longer available or willing to contribute or something happens to that particular industry. Um, That's one of the things that we learned, isn't it? Being agile in your business and being able to have especially now a number of different tactics that you can use. So action step, evaluate your current tactics that you're using in your business. Are they working towards helping you achieve your overall strategy? Should you maybe add in an additional tactic to what you're already doing in order to diversify in case one of the tactics doesn't have the same momentum as it once did uh, so that you still have another tactic in place to fill your pipeline? So that's the action step. Evaluate them. Are they working? Are you ready now or should you have an additional tactic in place to be able to, um, yeah, to do should one or more of the other tactics suddenly disappear and no longer able to be leveraged? Lack of integration and or cohesion. I'm going to put those together because they do go hand in hand. Integration means the process of combining two or more things into one and cohesion means the action or fact of forming a united whole. What does that mean? How can you tell if you have a lack of integration and or cohesion with the marketing tactics that you're doing? Here's the answer. Have you been trying lots of different marketing tactics, but they're not focused on one overall strategy? Nor do they work together focusing on one clear main message leading prospective customers into one automated and optimised customer relationship building funnel. If you can relate to that, that means that your marketing tactics, they're not integrated, they're not supporting one another. You might use the term, I feel like I'm spinning a lot of plates and I'm getting exhausted because I'm stretched too thin. That can also demonstrate a lack of integration. They should work together. For instance, my podcast is also my relationship building strategy. I have guests and and select guests who are my ideal alliance partners, joint venture partners. They have an audience of my ideal clients. So it can make sense to be able to get them on my podcast because they may have a podcast themselves and there is that reciprocal relationship building where they may invite me back onto their podcast. So there's a lot of different ways that I'm using my podcast to lead to further conversations, to more conversations. And the entire strategy that we have in place has a clear call to action that can continue to generate leads, you know, get people off the podcast and onto my list. So, you know, that one marketing tactic 
can then lead to other tactics that I follow in my business, particularly too. There might be conversations, people that I um, connect with on LinkedIn or other particular conversations that I have. I realise that through meeting someone, they've got incredible expertise that I would love to showcase on my podcast. So there is the, you know, the connection, the getting to know people. Then it becomes a podcast interview. Sometimes they become clients, referral partners. So one leads to the other. They're integrated. I hope that makes sense from that example. Now, the lack of cohesion could be because you've got lots of different tactics, but different messages. They're not all one message, one direction, one customer relationship building funnel. It's all over the place. And often I I hear the comment where clients would say or prospective customers say, yeah, there is no one clear strategy. It's all over the place. I've got different technologies, but nothing's integrated. Nothing's working together. It's certainly not cohesive and it's certainly not integrated. So this is an action step for you. Make sure every single marketing tactic that you implement is integrated into what you're already doing. Can it add value to one of the other things that you're already doing, therefore building momentum off the marketing tactic and the audience that you've already developed? Does it continue to focus on one clear main message? And the messages that, you know, are tied to your vision goal, that you want to become known as a trusted and influential trusted authority in that particular area. What is that? And does that marketing tactic continue to showcase and bring value into that one clear message? It should. Does it lead prospective customers into one automated, one optimized customer relationship building funnel? Or is it all over the place? You want to have a steady flow of leads in your pipeline and the one pipeline continuing to build, you know, your reputation as a trusted authority in that particular area, in the particular area for your vision goal where you want to become known as that influential trusted authority with your program. Why now? Why your program? So that you become the choice versus just a choice. And when you have that in place, every marketing tactic is integrated. It's cohesive in the message and in the process as you are nurturing that potential customer along the customer journey. It's cohesive and continues to position you as the choice versus just a choice. Then you start to build the momentum that you need to build a successful business to start to generate conversations and enrollment conversations and sales conversations and getting people into your program. Now, a great next step would be for you to go through our customer relationship building funnel to get an experience of that and secondly, to go through the quiz to see, well, what do I need to have in place? Where do I start to even look at getting clarity around strategy and tactic? That's going to help you by going through that quiz. So go to annemariecross.com forward slash quiz, annemariecross.com forward slash quiz, go through that quiz and it's going to give you some real clarity on what you need to focus on first to enable you to build in the right direction, in that one direction and where you want to go and become known as that trusted authority and 
the choice versus just a choice. I hope that this episode has been valuable. If you haven't already given us a rating over on Apple Podcasts, we'd love you to do that. That's something that we really want to focus on this year. So we continue to make that impact of the 1 billion coaches around the world and consultants around the world. And by you going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating over there and sharing it with your colleagues who are coaches and consultants will certainly help us to do that. So appreciate you. Have a fantastic week. Bye for now. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before I go, are you a coach or a consultant who feels like the world's best kept secret? Your experience is vast, yet secretly you're frustrated because despite all of your hard work, you're just not getting the visibility, the recognition or new clients you'd hope for and you don't know why. I've created a free resource that'll help you build visibility, generate leads and enroll dream clients with ease because you're seen as a trusted authority, even in a crowded marketplace. And you've positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice for your dream client. To get started, go to annemariecross.com forward slash gift. That's annemariecross.com forward slash gift. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.